I am unashamed. What about you? You know, I thought our uh, Zach did pretty good. Well, I'm wondering though. So I take I take a week off. I was fleeing the hurricane, and then we had some family members get COVID. So I took off. Zach came in. I mean, it's just like the whole world went to pot. I mean, I mean, the podcast had to move to town. Oh, it's a hurricane. I mean, now I'm fumigating my house from the COVID. I mean, it's just what's oh, going on. I, while you were at the beach or whatever. No, I think you're right. <laughs> event. We had a hurricane come through. <laughs> there, there was an event, but there was some beach. There was know. some disruption that happened. But Zach did night. okay? He, he handled my chair? Well, it got a little weird because when we started doing the ads, he went into the color commentator. It was like he started <laughs> fluctuating his voice. And, and I thought, I've I got to tell him this. And so I just told him, I said, you might ought to turn the so, intensity level down a, a couple of notches. So he so was the guy selling the, the thing that goes on the boat that goes uh, out in the glass boat. He kind of became that guy. He didn't know he was doing it. Oh, he just, I guess it's subconscious. And so I told him in front of everybody, I think. I don't know. Did you tell it on cut, the podcast? Yeah, I don't know if they He was cut sounding it or, like the guy who wants you to buy the. The, the stop leaks of all kinds, fish <laughs> oh, yeah. tanks, yeah. you know, that. roofs, you know. Oh, that commercial is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's, it sounds just he, like it. You know, <laughs> when he said, who would make a boat out of glass, or no one would make a boat out of glass, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that stuff just because I could. That was the zone Zach was in, that yeah. zone right there. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, so tone her down. I just mentioned it, and he kind of turned red, and he was awesome. After He quit doing all that, modulating his voice. And, yeah. So I don't think he knew he was doing it, but look. If I got a clerk, lay it on me. Well, you know, Zach, it used made to, you sound smooth indeed. I well, mean. you know, I, what can you say about that? But uh, Zach called me you know, after that first day. I said, Well, how'd it go? He said, Well, I appreciate what you do a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Well, good. Maybe, maybe that'll work well. I mean, when you're family, people. I think it's better. I mean, it goes back to what Phil used to tell in the cooking world. If something is weird or bothering you or like in food it's not good it's best just to bring it up whatever happens happens. everything needs to be from time to time critiqued especially food yeah because if it's no good and you're faking it and you're saying this is delicious when you barely can swallow it <laughs> but you're ensuring yourself if you brag on it it's bad cooking from that day on because they think well he loves it that's right we've got to fix it like that again so don't let it slide when it comes to cooking so, you say let's we can't eat it second line of defense we'll see if the dogs will and we'll put it outside if the dogs <laughs> they run from it i said don't don't cook it like that anymore Hell's gonna say that's about every 10 days. <laughs> if you and the dog say uh-uh. So we do a, at our marriage retreat, there's one of the questions in the newlywed game, and it says, what's something your husband you know, tells you is great, but he really doesn't like? That's one of those questions for the thing. And I've always been amazed out of everything, that would be the one that's truly shocking to yeah. her because he'll say something, his answer, and she's like, well, I thought you, lo- you love that. I mean, you told me, yeah. and he's like, you know, and then everybody starts laughing. But it's just what you said. I mean, it's like you know, she's convinced it's good. Yeah, I have. He's I'm I'm on the other end. You know, some things I should just let slide, but I just can't help it. I mm. just have to. I have to bring it up. Let ten people cook the same roast, same cut. Put it out there. Everybody's got their own way of fixing it. Mm-hmm. All ten sit around. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, number ten. They're all sitting around. They try everybody's recipe. They say. Number five. Well, they'll go around the thing, and if seven out of ten says number five, that's cook, what, that's the way you cook that. Cook it that cook, way. They critique it. Yeah. It's it's not a question of Nobody's oh crying. my feelings are hurt Nobody's because calling. that's better. That's you're just critiquing it, and you're saying this is really good. Well, they vote for it. Well, that way they end up being better chefs 
Because there's well, so every many. cooking show, competition show, which there's tons of them out there, is built on that exact thing. That's exactly right. And they're right. pretty brutal. You well, know, you almost. ought to bring that down to the family level and let your wife know. Look, sometimes, well, honey, I'll better the heart. be bold. I'll I've blown it on many recipes. I mean, you We're know, honest I about first started it. making a jambalaya, and the first two or three, <laughs> out the door they went. I said, no. <laughs> Did the dog, arr, arr, arr. I ran up on that old boy from New Orleans. <laughs> uh, I ran up on his recipe, and I said, let me just try this old guy the from New Orleans, yeah. But who would have thought? Bash. Who would have thought to put mustard and flour on a crappie? Now who? I would have slapped somebody for even having that idea. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I like mustard. Okay, I guess. But and a lot of mustard goes in there when you're doing. Oh, I've seen people look at them. Like, I don't want to eat that. Yeah. I'm like, trust me. You, 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 oh, you once do. you once you taste it. I had this. one the other night. He said uh, that because uh, that's just solid. Whoa! I was just. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, "Do these taste like? Can you taste the mustard in them?" Because he was thinking this thing going to over. We just ruined it. I yes. said, "Not really." I said, "It just makes a nice batter, but it's not like a intense <laughs> mustard flavor." <laughs> Of course, he, well, after he something. nailed about the sixth crappie, I'd be like, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the, the approval test. You can tell whether something's good or not when you look up there and the plate is empty. <laughs> well, they brought some guy we played cards with over to eat deer because he didn't like deer. And, of course, he'd never had my deer. Well, I was going to say, he hadn't my, had the right deer. My deer, he only weighed, you know, he's a little fella when I started the process, which makes better deer. But he was watching me prepare it, and he was just shaking his head like, no. He's like, no, that, whoa, that's way too much pepper. Because, you know, I was hammering that pepper. And he's like, oh, I can't eat that. <laughs> I mean, he just didn't want to eat it anyway. And then he watched me and was griping the whole way, saying, nope. So he got a little piece of it when they were eating it. I could tell he thought it was going to be bad. But he, he ate it, and he's like, that's the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Well, and then he just got like a quarter of the platter. <laughs> like, what happened to this? I don't like pepper or what you do. You know, buttermilk. You know. Tony, uh, my long lost daughter's husband, he had it right. He said, "This is I've been eating y'all's cooking for the last few months," and he said, I, I, "I'm so I'm, I'm here to give you some information." I will never cook for you people. <laughs> he said, he said I'm, I'm out. I'm out. He knows. I, I've just tasted your cooking, and I know what I can do. Uh, I'm out. Which Eastwood said, a man's got to know his limitations, right? <laughs> That's it. Dirty Harry. Yeah. Well, so we got uh, Jeff in the house from Austin. What's up? Welcome back to the – we moved to the lair since the last time you were here. Yep. Moved out all the bunk beds. Yeah, it looks awesome in here. It's pretty so good. So Jeff, how the, was, how's your orphan work you doing? You work? It's doing awesome. Yep. It is doing awesome. And you brought a guest. Yes. Introduced so I brought guest. Rhett Walker. Hey, hey. He How has an amazing Welcome, album out right now. It's my favorite. I so, Rhett, to you're a singer? Day. I'm a singer, songwriter. Well, um, well you know. I, yeah, but I'm kind of afraid to talk on the mic now because I don't want to change my voice <laughs> to sound like the Flex Silver. <laughs> well, I was looking at you. And you <laughs> I've got a new <laughs> record out. And you singer, songwriter. Rhett's the only one that remembered it was Flex Silver. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I could not think of that guy. either. The guy with the boat. The I guy kept with seeing the, the chickens, which I never figured that out on that commercial. They're like. There's some chickens, and he takes the wire down. on the chickens. Well, I think he, uh, <laughs> no, he took the wire off of a chicken cage, and then he put the flex seal on the wire and built a boat. <laughs> but my, my point was, yeah, what is just point? Get you, why did you actually have the chickens in the cage? I mean, did somebody say, I think it'd look better if you had the chickens in the cage. He People will it. believe it. It looked like he'd have just got the wire. and got, Yeah. I'm like, what is the chicken thing about? <laughs> but then at the end, when he's riding through the boat, you know, because he may want out a glass, he may want out a chicken wire, and he's riding. Then there's like, they the camera pans over and there's like a chicken on the back. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen this it's chicken. It's the cheesiest thing you've ever seen, but you know what? It's old. It's entertaining. Well, you, you know, remember the, guy, it. <clears throat> the guy that was before this guy died you know billy something he was yeah. the guy with the beard i mean he, he had been on all those same yeah. commercials what the same kind of stuff yeah, yeah. the same uh products and almost every infomercial and they then, all copy his particular that's exactly right well you know he when my the, the tree fell on my roof i'm up there i'm great at destroying things terrible at fixing we've documented that by the way, is, no. the, is the center block still under the dishwasher in your the kitchen? center blocks are still so I, missy I'll, just she just gave it she gave up 
She let it ride. What I've learned about the female race, <laughs> but she did move to is Austin. that even though it might be <laughs> bumpy, if it looks, I mean, somebody comes in and there's some cinder blocks. Because I'm proud of it. I'm like, I fixed that dishwasher <laughs> with two cinder blocks. I mean, MacGyver made a, <laughs> MacGyver made a hundred episodes doing this kind of garbage, and I'm sitting there. I, I finally fixed something, and she doesn't like the way it looks. I'm like, put you a little. What do they call those little garter? You yeah. know, you could put it like a little curtain. I mean, I said that. I said, put a little curtain on on, on the bottom of it. You you like it kind of stuff. <laughs> out, of, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. So anyway, that's fixed. But what I've learned is functionality wins out in the end. The dishwasher would not work. It was a balance issue. After I tore it up, I fixed it with the center box. And then she finally just got over it, and she uses the dishwasher. <laughs> but on the roof, I was thinking, I thought of that commercial, which, you know, they need to sponsor the show. It gets much airtime. But I thought, because I thought, I don't know how to fix this. I have a hole in my roof. So I called, I figured Jay would know. Jay said, I don't know, call a redneck. <laughs> I said, that's why I called you. <laughs> Maybe we so, can use that. So Cole, <clears throat> our uh, technician, was telling us when they he first came in to set up here, he and the guys, to put all our equipment stuff in here. He goes in, there's a closet over here off camera, and uh, he's going in there to get some stuff, and there's a big, huge rat snake in that closet right there. Nope. And just, you know, and so then they're trying to, we got to get him in a bucket, get him out of here. Of course, there's a, there's a hole over there where they're mm. coming through because I'm sure there's plenty of rats in this structure because uh, so. that in the middle of nowhere. So it was like, what other podcast studio? I wonder if Joe Rogan, problem. when he just got his new studio down in Texas, I wonder if he had a rat snake issue. You got to clear the snakes out for <laughs> you. That's exactly here. right. Only, only, only on the podcast. In the woods. Look, I'm telling you, I was looking at that roof thinking what I was going to do. And a guy, my neighbor literally was driving by and just saw me standing there and he rolled down his window i was looking he said you need some help i said yep <laughs> and so he come down there but he i didn't know he's a he's like a contractor or whatever that's what he does he took a little roll of looked like aluminum and he just cut a couple sheets and everywhere there's a hole he pop 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 caulked his little holes you know i was like I was like, can I take credit for this? He's like, sure. Oh, is this from your where the tree fell on your head? Yeah, I mean, I didn't fix it because he's like, that'll work. Because I thought, well, he fixed the roof. Because I thought functionality, I don't care if there's two silver plates up where there were some shingles. No, you, need, you need to have backup on Yeah, that. he said, no, it's a temporary thing. I was like, <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> I just. <laughs> but we flex sealed it. So it's stuck. It's yeah, there if you hold on to your the... pocketbook, Jay, it's a roofing job. And I'm like, so this won't work? He's like, well, it'll work in temporary. And I was like, hmm. I was like, I don't care what it looks like now. He said, yeah, but your wife will, which is what back I'm coming back to that. Discussion. I said, no, I think we've passed that. We, we've, as long as she doesn't walk on this side of the house, which she really doesn't. Well, I'd anyway. be shocked if you have that much. You're not going to have to have a new roof anyway. If you I'm had a sure new roof since you got Do you know that? when they had to put their last roofing job on it? Have you had a roof since you moved that in? That doesn't matter. I mean, there was a hole, which I realized when I took the limb out of the roof, because I was up there, you know, with the blower. Oh, it matters. How and I'm like, how come this? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, if it's the original Bill, roof. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a home improvement guy. <laughs> I, I don't. It looks okay. Yeah. Well, and I identify when water begins to drip inside in places. You'll no, know it can out. drip inside. We, I was raised with a family structure, and if the water was not dripping and falling on you, it's good. <laughs> I, was, uh, I mean, the, it the, 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 the roof leaked in places, but as long as it was not over you, you, could. you could, if you couldn't move out of the way, well, then you. Well, I'll tell you this. See if you could fix it. I've got kind of a dual citizenship going in Texas. That's a long story. That's why I'm visiting Jeff all the time. I have a brand new house. Now, I'm not going to be there long because it's just temporary. It's a temporary thing. It's like your roof. This patch. thing was just built. <laughs> and it rains. I hear bloop, 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 bloop. When I look, there's just water coming down out of one of the light fixtures. Uh -oh. I mean, it's been built. Two weeks. Yeah. Oh, always a bad sign. Yeah. That's what I thought. Somebody missed something. Hang on, let's take a quick break. So one of our long-term uh, sponsors here on the Unashamed Podcast has been our good friends at Keeps 
com, and um, they're wanting to try to help people keep their hair, which is important. So, Dad, I've noticed. Do you notice a little more in the bottom of the shower uh, at this point? Not really. Not really. Jace, you you got a hairball in there a time or two. When your hair, you get old. Mine's definitely falling out. I tell mine every time I dry it off. But so we know it's a problem. uh, And keeps basically what they do is they try to want you to catch it early before you lose it all. They're not bringing it back, but they can help you keep more of it. So they've got a FDA approved hair loss treatment. Uh, which basically offers generic versions uh, of the meds that they have at uh, half the cost, which is really good because this hair stuff is really expensive. They'll also ship it right to your door. You can order it online, which is great. You don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to go you know, some other place or the drugstore. So anyway, I want you to check these guys out. Keeps, K-E-E-P-S, keeps.com slash door. You get 50% off your first order, which is really great. So it's keeps.com slash door and keep your hair. So Missy called the people who built it because you know we're talking it's still under whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, it's you know there's a storm today. Nobody's working, you know." And so she was telling me this. I was like, "No, you need to call that guy back. If you build a house and it's brand new and it's immediately leaking, you say, "Hey, get somebody over here." <laughs> so she did, and that you know they. They came. It's like, oh, and the guy who who came over, he's like, "Yep, bad bad roofing." Uh-oh. I was like, "You think?" <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, I fixed it, you know." But I was like, "Long term or temporary?" He's like, "Temporary." So I thought, "Well, Here I've we got go two again. houses, and <laughs> both of them the roofs temporary are leaking." Roofs. So you asked me how old it was. I got one that's two weeks old, and it's leaking worse than the one that had a tree in it. So if I had to do it over again, I shouldn't have taken the tree limb out. It's kind of like, you know, it's like these movies. Somebody gets stabbed. You're okay as long as it's still in there. But once you take it out, you've got to get that fixed immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Jeff, back to Rhett here. Where'd you run up on Rhett? Uh, we met years ago through, how did we meet? Bill, you know Rhett. You've met, yeah, you've he, met this He's man been on before. Duck Dynasty. He was on a, an so I, episode yeah. of Duck Dynasty. So which one was that? Him and, you and Reed. Yeah, it was the one where Reed oh, did the CD right. release show. That's yeah, right. That's so right. we came down. Me and uh, mm-hmm. Mac, Mac Powell. Yeah. Mac so Powell. you're a singer. You're a gospel singer, country singer. What gospel singer. Gospel singer. And I think it was right after I got signed. I got signed in 2011 and put out a first record. Yeah. And somehow we connected. I don't know how it was. But I sent like a, I sent like a gift back like bag to y'all, some shirt, CDs, all yep. that stuff. And then all of a sudden I got some Duck Dynasty stuff. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. We so were exchanging. We call that quid pro quo. Yeah. <laughs> so has the pandemic uh, affected that particular uh, lifestyle? I mean, it looks like to me. I mean, can you get people yeah. in? It's can been. You, you can't draw a crowd, I don't think, maybe. It's been a It's been a year for sure. So we've we played two full band shows uh, that they socially distanced, and which was – I know you got to do it, but it was weird because yeah, everybody yeah. was just so far back. And yeah. Same with preaching, yeah. Yeah, and, you, yeah. you know, you, you put all this, like, effort into these mm. songs to sing about truth and grace and, like, kind of connect with people, and there's there's no connection. It kind of yeah, feels yeah. weird. But but my wife was happy yeah. because <laughs> I had been home. She homeschools, and I had been home since the top of the year. We played one show March 15th, and they were like, we're shutting it down. We need to hear what old Rhett let him play a tune. Yeah, we're going to what, going he's to got he. When I heard uh, you had a song that I have on my playlist, now I've forgotten the exact name, but it's something about "Come to the River." That's it. Uh, That's the name. Nailed it. <laughs> Come to the river. Yeah, <laughs> something. I was like trying that. to get the tune in in my head, but because uh, I've always felt like Phil's in the middle of nowhere down here. By and, the way, and, there are a lot of individuals. I, I reckon it's this, this podcast. I'm not sure. But uh, let's talk about coming to the river. This, I mean, in the last two or three weeks, I mean, it's been well over 100 people who have come to be baptized <clears throat> where I was up there because you got Willie and you, Jace, you, Al. Uh, Owens is over there. You went different locations. Different locations. But, uh, <clears throat> but they're coming. I, I just noticed 
I looked down and they were giving me their names and addresses, and some of them I was just asking, "Where are you from?" And uh, but they said, "Well, we come all the way down here." They they basically came from about ten different states. Wow! And gathered up, and the women went out on one one side, and the men on the other, you know, getting in some old clothes and whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were just—it was just a—it was a happening. Yeah, most of it is our, you guys, just the unashamed audience. I mean, obviously, it's impacting. I, I think the best the, two <coughs> I saw were two uh, women. One was like twenty-five, and I said, "Who's that with you?" And she said, "She was standing on the stair. They were coming down in the to the baptistry, and and she said, she said, I I came here. We we came here, Mom and I, from New York City. I said." New York City. New York I said, City. Well, I said, well, y'all look perfectly normal. <laughs> she said, well, the truth is, I've been an atheist all my life, Mr. Robertson. And this was the daughter. She said, I've been an atheist all my life. She said, I, I would be called uh, a left-wing liberal from way back. And she said, I got to listen to you guys, whatever. Read one of your books. And she said, I just looked and I thought... She said, "What in the world am I doing? If, if this, with, with, with immortality, looking at me in the face, and I'm sitting here, you know, just rocking through life, and you know, rioting and whatever, get out in there, march with them, and all the Black Lives Matter and all that." I said, "Well, tell you, your brothers and sisters are all sitting out here now. I said you're fixing to be added to the kingdom of God." I said, "Tell them your stories," and she did. She said, "I came all the way down here and." Her mom was with her. I baptized both of them, but it was a, it was a cool, cool thing. Well, how did that song? I know you have a new album, but I, how, how did that song come about? The come to the river because it just yeah. it fits here. I mean, we share Jesus. People, you know, they come down yeah. here. They hear about Jesus. We we have a river, and that that's just what we do. You know, there but, was one guy came down day before yesterday. Owens called me. And they said, we, we have this guy, he's a paraplegic, he's paralyzed from his waist down. Been that way for a while, and uh, he wants us to baptize him. What do you think? I said, bring him on down here, we'll figure it out. So we, he went down there in his wheelchair, and but they had another one that was a little bit better suited for water, <laughs> kind of a scaled-down version. We got him and put him out of the one wheelchair and put him in the other one, turned it around backwards, and I got three of the status ones we had around there, and we just rolled it down where we launched our boats and got in there. And the water, the water. It's a new just, song out there. Roll to the yeah, river. Yeah, the water was coming up deeper on him all the time. Mm-hmm. And and I told those guys, I said, guys, just right off the end of this boat ramp, it drops off about twelve feet. So if this thing gets away from us. I said, this is going to be a I baptism. Like that. that's a he new, wasn't baptized. That's awesome. He was launched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should use that anyway. We turned the wheelchair like, you know, we just t- turned it over with him in it. And I said, trust us, man. We, we, we've got you. Don't worry that's about awesome. it. That's pretty that good. That is awesome. And down he goes, his wheelchair and, and him. And we got up. Well, then the trick was, you know, steep boat ramp there. I mean, you, so know, you got to get him back up. Now you know, we, that really, we're, we're, you don't want to turn. It really highlights, though, what you're doing because we know it's about Jesus saving you, but you're surrendering and you're trusting. Mm-hmm. And in that case, you really see it because I'm like. Because you could literally become the watery grave. I mean, you know. I mean, not, nothing personal, way, but if I saw a man like you and I'm confined to a wheelchair <laughs> and I'm like, trust, trust me, it'll be okay. I don't know. I reminded him, I said, always remember this, my man. I said, at the resurrection. I said, we all going to die. I said, you and all of the rest of us. I said, but at the resurrection, I said, you will be equipped whole with another mm-hmm. body. Right. And I said, you'll be able to, to jump and yeah. jump and Did he know run. you didn't have a bicep, that you were huh? a unicep? You were out there trying well, to he had three other well, people. Oh, okay. I want to hear how that, that song came about. So, yeah, so I moved to Nashville 2010, 2009. And so, Is it like a madhouse when you go it's into? It's a madhouse. In Nashville, I sense that, but we I don't moved know. out of there. We're back in South Carolina now. I, I was there as oh, long I as that. I needed to. Yeah. It's kind of like people it. that are actors; they move out to Hollywood, and they're like, "You got to do stay the here. thing." Right. So you're you just jockeying for a position, or yeah. So I'll back up, just kind of set the story up. Me and my wife, we got married 
16 years ago. I was 17. She was 18. Mm-hmm. So wow. Got you, pregnant. You fit right in with us. It was, I'm a pastor's kid, uh, small town USA erupted, you know, when they found out I got my girlfriend pregnant and yeah. they were telling my dad, how can you, you know, run a church? If you can't even raise your family. Yeah. Like he had anything to do with it. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we were kind of focused on ourselves, and I was like, man, we're, we're messing up literally everything we do. We're trying to make this hard. So I was like, if we're going to make it through life, we got to keep our eyes on Jesus. I know it sounds cliche, but we surrendered our lives. We surrendered our marriage and we surrendered that kid. And so now we got four, four kids in 16 years, but we moved to Nashville, man, on a dream. Like she was, she's the smart one. So she had a, she was going, you know, so you married not only an older woman, but a, yep. but one, a wiser, you married up a wiser yeah. for sure. <laughs> and she was well, going, she was going to school to be a doctor. And so she, she was like, man, I don't, I don't want to do this. I want to stay home with the baby. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. Because music is going to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the Lord that it worked out. Because she might have killed me. That, that sounds similar like, to a story that know, Dad had. You know, we're like, fishing hey, is going to give us yeah, you know, our way. I mean, to start I'm going to sell millions of these. Yeah. 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 It, and it, it was, turned out to work. Let's, let's take another quick break. So one of the things we've noticed about the coronavirus uh, it has pushed a lot of people indoors and online. That's how people are yeah. doing all their business now. You hear people talk about Zoom meetings. You know, just yeah, I'm tied up with it all the time. <laughs> hey, but you really have done a lot of Zoom uh, interviews, have you not? It's the, the same book? thing. I mean, you've been Phil, on the Internet look, this time more than any other. If you're doing it or you're telling the person who works for you to, hey, get online and look that up, you're still doing the same process. Exactly. You just have a middleman. So what happens is, like with anything else, when you have something good, which in this case, helping people connect, do business, all that's good, you're going to have some bad come in. And so that's where our friends at the ExpressVPN are going to be able to help you because they love to steal your data. They love to know where you're going on. your Every time you go search, they're putting these pop-up ads all over the place. ExpressVPN helps you protect, uh, puts those walls up for you. So you want to check these guys out. ExpressVPN dot com slash fill express vpn dot com slash fill you're going to get three months free uh, get to try this out and see how much it can help you we recommend it so obviously how yes long, so how we long? moved to nashville and you know i was, I was writing these songs i read a song called uh when mercy found me and i started writing this song come to the river but it happened with We'd been there for a year, almost two, just trying to, you got to meet everybody. You're trying to do this, trying to like put your name out there and do all that. And man, it just, things were tough. You know, we were young with, I think we had on, we're our two kids. We we're about to have a third kid then. And so I was getting kind of frustrated and trying to figure out life. And so I told my wife, this is what I do when, when I feel like I got to get alone. I just jumped in the truck and it was me and God time. And so driving down the road, complaining yelling whining and i just feel like god was kind of listening letting that moment happen and i didn't and you have to be careful when you perform because you know the seems like the best looking chicks get down on that front part (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so much a christian (laughs) (laughs) well what i'm saying is no you yeah yeah yeah, you know you just me and my guys in the band we 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 take care of each other. We don't let anything slide at all. My dad always said there's, you know, there's no few minutes worth ruining everything you've worked hard for. Mm-hmm. So I'm going on 16 years and ain't nothing to stop. And also my wife is, Man, I hope my wife's works, beautiful. I hope that works out well for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it's why we got four well. kids because <laughs> she's beautiful. But man, I took a right and I ended up at a boat dock, like just right on the river. And so I started thinking if I'd have drove any further, I'd drove into the water. And I was like, God, what are you trying to show me here? And I, I thought back to, you know, if you if we can thirst for everything, we can chase after everything, but there's one everlasting water that quenches all that thirst, and it's Jesus. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I give this to you. And a redneck from South Carolina, like I'm a kick-the-door-in kind of guy. That's really, really hard to be like. Yeah. And, you know, you can't do it being lazy. Right. But it's like, God, if this is going to work just like everything else in my life, I'm going to mess it up if I keep focusing on me. 
Yeah. So you got it. Just be patient, man. Be yeah. patient. See, I like so, that song even more now. Yeah. yeah. That's what I love hearing it's songwriters great. explain. So you had what's you had heard this song before? Have I heard it? It's on my playlist. <laughs> like, he I mean, hears it regularly. Yeah, it, it it's part it made the cut in my playlist. I guess I might have to get off a bad company in Cretus Clearwater <laughs> Phil, Revival. Hey, this we start has hearing some CR, real buddy. jive around. Hey, here. he has a a uh, a CCR feel to his music. I mean yeah. that that's I think what makes you unique, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I'm can. I'm still there locked into, I heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> I tried to tell you, sometimes when you put in, you know, songs about Jesus that are creatively done. You and, you, I mean, he, he can play. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it it has weird. a, I don't want to classify your music, but it has a little southern rock yeah. feel yeah. to it. He's I don't think I could get away from it. My dad, yeah. it was it was Skinner. Did you come from a music and, family? Oh yeah, my dad he he sings he used to sing quartets and my oh, sister yeah. she's the she's the singer like she I mean <laughs> what are you my gosh have you thought about teaming up with her I mean you know, like no who was the, this will take the limelight got young guy yeah. and his sister they, they in the, 60s. the carpenters the carpenters yeah. Yeah. No, because then she'll take the limelight. <laughs> It'll be about her. I, I need the, I need my vibe. I need my career. You need yeah. your vibe. So yeah, but, he's kind of being. I mean, it's like. Scotty Pippen saying, now, Jordan, he's the real player. Well, <laughs> you're doing pretty good yourself there, buddy. <laughs> but, no, I mean, yeah, God's been good. We've been we've been traveling on and off. And my first single got nominated for a Grammy, and it was – Really? Yeah, we, we went, and yeah. we didn't slow down. And so until now, until 2020, and yeah. like I yeah. said, I think I bought more bread and milk than I ever have. <laughs> my wife is – she when she's homeschooling, she's like, yeah. you've got to go somewhere. Because if I want a snack – Kids want a snack. Uh, yeah. I mess up her whole vibe. At I the think as soon as this vaccine comes up, Trump gets that all lined out. Uh, maybe a few months into 2021, I'm sure hoping and praying he wins. But with the vaccine and all things are in the music industry anywhere else, I think it's. We hope you, so. You, you know, I was just I was reading something recently that said they weren't even really planning any like the music festivals or anything until. At, at, at earliest late 2021, yeah. is it even a possibility? So I think it's going to take a couple of years, really, for, you, for the whole industry. Yeah. Because, you know, all this uncertainty. But yeah. you say that, and then there are pockets of people. I mean, like the event I did that I talked about, they just said, to heck with it. We're, yeah. we're doing it. There wasn't no six feet apart. And yeah. nobody had a mask on, and I didn't get the coronavirus, so I was fine. But even when I was in, in Austin this, this weekend – with Jeff, I did a, uh, I kind of, you know, I like the idea of a mask when I'm doing something that would, I would deem yuppie-fied, because my <laughs> wife's just like, look, I want, we want to go downtown and ride segways and just see downtown. I'm like, good, y'all take off. She's like, no, we want you to come with us. Ooh. And, uh, you know, you remember the Segway, Jeff? Was you in yes. on that in Hawaii? It was a yes. Duck Dynasty episode. Everyone got hurt. I have a scar yep. on my oh, yeah. right we shin. All, so I got hurt. Because nobody told us how to use them because they wanted us. Well, they wanted you to Yeah, get they hurt. wanted Si. Si took all, bam, bounced off the ground about three times. I <laughs> hey. I mean, I thought What's every that? bone in his body What's was that first broken. step, boys? Yeah. It's a doozy. <laughs> Willie fell off. And so I, I just, all that came to the forefront of my mind she's like anybody can do this no. she's like we all go down there and they they watch the bats at dark you know take off it's like a tradition have, have you done this never done it i've and, seen them lined you, up there i'm like nah. well i, I like did bats. so i go because i thought well i have a mask Every bat on. movie i this ever saw turned out badly like for i thought i have a mask on so nobody would know it's me <laughs> So we go, look, I get the little helmet on. Yeah, I put it on backward first, which was kind of funny. Ha ha. So I get on the Segway, and I was the most shaky one because this thing, you know, you, you drive it with your feet where your feet are. You have a handle that you can just turn. But you don't you don't lean back. You know, if you lean back, I mean, it, it's trouble starts. Out. You have to keep your shoulders square. So anyway, I got used to it. We all take off. Everything's fine. We go down here. There's, I would say... 2,000 people under this bridge and because there's nowhere to go. You get 2,000 people. Yeah. They're everywhere. And I'm like, now most people had a mask on, but still, I'm like, things go through masks. I mean, if you're just in a mass of people, but everybody's seen. Oh, air's like, going through there. All right. So I'm like, you know. Of course, you know what's sad? 
the bats about right before dark, 10 or 12 bats came down from under the bridge and went back up. And I was like, <laughs> that's it. There's two hours of my life. That, I can't get back. That's it. And this, I said, so I said what everybody, everybody, cause everybody was like, nobody was saying anything. Cause they kept waiting. And I said, I don't believe it's going to happen. <laughs> and this girl who we later met, who was hundred percent yuppie. She said, you didn't see them? I said, those 10 or 12 that came down? Yeah, I saw them. I just thought it would be a little. I was thinking Batman, <laughs> you know, tens of thousands. I thought, uh, At least as many bats as there were people, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you kind of expect. So then when I got back up there, I was like, these people are so yuppified that thousands of people will gather on a bridge to watch 10 or 10 12 bats, bats <laughs> grab a mosquito, and they all felt good about it. I'm it like, was what a great night I, on the town. I thought about nights. Phil when he was like, what's wrong with America? They're all crowded. <laughs> I mean, this was the show? You come down here and I'll show you a little bit. That was a little now. bit of a downer. All right, so we're going to take another break, and then uh, we won't uh, – we don't have a real singer on the Unashamed Pie. And we've all sang at different times, like O Canada and different dad sings this little CCR every once in a while. But we've got a real singer here. So we'll see. We're, we'll we're not singers. All right. Let's take a break. So uh, one of the things that uh, has happened now, kids are going back to school, um, but maybe some are, some aren't. You know, you've got certain states. They're like, don't let the kids go back. Other states are trying to get them. So they're kind of caught in the balance of this and our good friends at Patriot Mobile uh, are realizing this and so they're going to have a special school days promotion. So if you go uh, up until September the 12th, you can choose either a free phone or a free month of service if you switch to America's only conservative cell phone carrier, Patriot Mobile. And uh, one of the things they're going to do is also donate a portion uh, to people that switch over to them to Students for Life, which is a fantastic pro-life student. So there's no filth on this. No, these these guys are good. This is just your cell phone carrier, but these guys are very supportive of the same things that we are, and that's why we like them. So if you want to try these guys out, it's 972-PATRIOT. You can call them, 972-PATRIOT. Or you can visit patriotmobile.com slash Phil. If you use the promo code Phil, uh, you get a free month of service or a free phone. So there's an opportunity if you do that. So you got two ways to save some money. Veterans and first responders save even more. And we love that, too. So 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Phil. Use the promo code Phil. All right, Red. Oh, he's going to sing? He's going to sing. I won't sing. Yeah. All right, what are we singing? This is our first time to have a yeah. musical guest on the Unashamed Podcast, Rhett Walker. I'll, I'll, play, uh, I'll play a new one. This is, a, this is a song I wrote a year and a half ago. And you can't plan for the state of the world and what it is, but I wrote this song um, because, man, about 2016, 17, I became the, I guess, a cynical, the cynical kind of butt that I, I said I was never going to be. I was going to be thankful. Whatever God gave me, mm-hmm. thankful. Well, you know, then you get to going through life, and if a radio single don't work, it's the radio person's fault, or if showed mm-hmm. it, we're all blaming on booking and. So I got off the road, and what I realized was I don't think I stewarded like the vision and dream that God had placed on my life that well. And I was just tired. I was exhausted. So I stepped out and got to go to church with my family, got to coach my kids softball and baseball and football teams, and, and just really stepped back, man, and sitting listening to those sermons and listening to those like corporate worship songs in church, it, it, remind, like, it reminded me, this is why I do what I do. Like I want to I wanna sing about – Peace, joy, love, happiness. Like, I know the sustaining kind only comes from Jesus. And so, man, I I didn't know if I'd messed it up. Like, I was, you know, off the road. I was like, maybe you can't disappear for too long, you know, (laughs) and people people forget about you real quick. So I started writing this stuff, man, and I I went to go write a song with a buddy of mine, and he was like, man, you stepped out of the industry. Like, what are you writing for now? I said, man, I don't know. I said, but one thing that I can say from being babies having babies, playing arenas, getting out of music, all the different things, the good times and the bad times, like all God has ever been is good. Mm-hmm. He's been constant and faithful. He's proven. He's able. And so I wrote this song, and then 2020 hit. And I was like, man, <laughs> now i got to live out. 
these songs that you know the proof's in the pudding that's right with with our genre of music like if do you sing these songs because radio is going to play it or because you get to travel or do you sing these songs because you 100 percent believe it and so this year has been the hardest year to live out a song that i wrote but i'm you know i'm doing my i'm doing my best and and trying not to become the cynical butt again but man honestly even in this year god's been good you know so this is called good to me When it all don't go the way I planned When I work so hard for what I still don't have When my best is just not good enough The clouds turn dark and gray I know you've always made a way So I will look this storm in the eye I won't fear for you're on my side My first hope, my last word Now and forever Let it rain, let it pour I will sing All you've ever been is good to me at my very worst, you showed me love. When I turn my back, don't give up. Yeah, you be my knees. You always have. See, Phil, what you've been missing? Yeah, that's a, that was awesome. <laughs> Let's uh, take one last break. So, Jeff, uh, tell us what you got going with Rhett, because yes, you've got some so pretty cool stuff going we're doing on. A live, uh, we're doing a live virtual concert on September 30th for All God's Children. And thanks to y'all and my boy Blake, we have a $25,000 match already oh, ready. Wow. So Awesome. Our goal was to great. get that much more. So Yeah. So check it out. So what, Facebook Live? You've got, Facebook you, Live. On uh, All Guys Children's yep. Facebook page, right? Yep. Is that where you, you'll see it? Yep. Are y'all going to put up a little caption? Yeah, we, uh, we'll get Cole to take care yep. of that. That's awesome. So everything that's raised, we already got a match because of the family and yep. some others, which is perfect. So we're so excited about it. And, and Rhett, I mean, obviously he's super talented. And, we just proved that. Yeah. And so, so where can they, like, Find your music, and then tell us yeah. about your podcast too. Because so I've got a podcast, and you have a new album. Tell I us do have that. a new album, yeah. and it's called "Good to Me." Um, and man, you know, I wrote this. That record. is a perfect song for right now. You, yeah. You, yeah, you're so yeah. right. I mean, not mm-hmm. just for you, yeah. you described it, but for everybody. I mean, I think it's you know, 
I was talking to a lot of people at the beginning of this thing. They, you know, it was like, hey, let's push everything back to June. Let's push everything back to September. Let's push everything back to 2040. Like, it was just <laughs> constantly, you know, and, and traveling, like, that's what we do. That's mm-hmm. embedded in us mm-hmm. to, like, go perform and connect with people. And so I've just tried to keep my head up as a father of four. You know, my teenage daughter immediately was like, my summer's ruined. I'm like, baby, everybody's summer's ruined. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to heaven. But, you know, thinking back on just every walk of life, like with my dad being a pastor and doing the parking lot church, just everybody's been been put out, you know. So being able to focus on the goodness of God, I think, is is been the only thing that's really kept me kept me going in this, you know, because it's easy. It's easy to complain. And I also think, you know, it's okay to get worried. Like, he's our Heavenly Father. He's looking at us as his kids. Like, it's okay to be worried, but we don't live in fear. And so that was kind of the weird thing is that was kind of the whole thing of this new record. It was like, man, we don't live in fear. And so many times we do ourselves a, a disservice, I believe. We focus on the depravity, and we focus on which we got to. And we focus on the mess-ups and the hard times, but we don't focus on goodness yeah like there's joy even in 2020 there's joy to be found that's right. i've seen more fear yeah in, in human beings in america in the last four months since february than i've ever seen in your whole mm-hmm. life yeah. I, I, my whole life i've never seen people this scared yeah. walking around trying to think of who's breathing on you and somebody yeah. coughs and you look like you shot over their head i mean oh, don't sneeze in public now yeah. oh no, but i think for us who are in jesus I mean, because even like Red, I mean, he come out here, admitted you admitted your failures. Yeah. You you made it known to everyone your love for Jesus, and then even when you sang, that's what I like about your music. It's like you turn your heart inside out yeah. and sing with passion, and uh, and you were humble about your about your singing. But to me, I'm like, if this is not what we need, oh yeah, in our society right that's now. Right. Uh, so, but tell us. Tell us where they can By the way, Chase, where, you, where they can order that. Yeah. While you on that old Neil Cavuto, when I did a little session with him, you know, he was trying to figure out. He said, "How come all you Bible thumpers, you elect a man, a sinful guy like Donald Trump?" I said, "Neil, we're all sinful." I said, <laughs> yeah. "Trump's just one of us." I said, "I bet you old Neil Cavuto might have a few sins." What are you thinking, Neil? He, he, he said, you talking to me? I said, yeah, I'm talking to you. You got a few sins out you want to discuss here today? And he, he said, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you can buy, you can get it wherever. You know, iTunes, Amazon, RhettWalker.com. Um, mostly I, I stay on Instagram. I, I'm not a fan of social media, but that's the one place I can kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So everything at I've Red never Walker. been there. So what's it like when you it, do uh, get it's it's right, a dumpster fire. I want to share. Maybe this. that's why I've never been on there. I want to share this. Jeff and I were coming up yesterday, and we stopped at a store. We were trying to figure out where we were going to go, and well, this girl came out. She had a uh, fast food get up on, you know. So I figure she's works at a. Uh, I don't. I forgot what what Waterburger. What Waterburger or whatever. It's big in Texas. Well, she walked <laughs> by and Jeff's on the phone outside the truck because he was having some intestinal discomfort. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> and she said, uh, <laughs> "Thanks for thanks for throwing that in there, Jeff." So she comes by and says, "Hey, how you doing?" Well, most people don't speak to me, you know, because if they don't know who I am, I'm the last they're, person. They're yeah. assuming the worst. And I went, "Hey," <laughs> kept walking, and so. She come back out later and looked a little rough around the edges, had some tattoos and you know, and she came back again and I said, Hey and she went, Jace? I went, Yep. And Jeff saw that she immediately just burst into tears. And uh-huh. I mean not just like got teary eyed, she started wailing. So I thought, well, here we go. I I, was, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. So I got out and uh, I said, what's wrong? And she said, I prayed yesterday that God would give me a sign, and here you are. She said, I've been. <laughs> and I said, no, hang on now. <laughs> and she said, no, I've been struggling with addiction. And uh, she said, I'm trying to get my life right. And she said, I listen to y'all's podcast. And oh, she wow. said, this whole thing started when your dad said that prayer at the end of y'all's silly show. And she wow. said, I just thought, what am I doing? 
And she said, with everything that's going on this year, basically what you described. Yep. She's like, I thought, I have got to get to Jesus and get my life straight. And she said, and, and yesterday I was thinking, just give me a sign. Well, about this time, I guess her, uh, uh, you know, what's what the sponsor and her husband were, was coming up to see her. And then I thought, now this is just getting weird. We're, we're about I, to have, said, we're I, about to break out with some. And she some said, kind "Well, I told you." She's like, "Quit looking for signs. You got Jesus," which was a great thing <laughs> to say. It. Yes. And then I said, "You know what?" I said, "Sometimes in life, you you recognize that God set up a meeting here, a divine I appointment." Said, so here we are. And so as soon as I said, "Here we are," well, I heard a scream. Well, uh, African American girl she works with, she said, "Well, hang on, I'm your number one black fan," <laughs> and she just ran at me wide open she and is. jumped. And I, I, you know, I gave her a hug and I was like, "Hey, all right, we're talking about Jesus." She said, "All right." And then another fella, a coworker, day before yesterday, Jace. And look, so I just to finish, we we just had a moment. I went through the gospel. I wrote it down, and I said, I want you to keep the. I had Jesus in the diagram, and I said, the person who shared that with my dad, I said, he's with the Lord now. I said, but I want to leave you with this, because this is your direction. But so a lot of times to go with, with what Rhett's saying, you don't really think you're making a difference. You know, you're singing about Jesus, and God is good, and we're talking about Jesus on a podcast. There's people listening, and the power is in who we have surrendered to, which is Jesus. And we saw it firsthand mm -hmm. so yeah, i pulled up i pulled up to the gate day before yesterday there was a guy standing there when i pulled up our eyes locked on each other of course i had my hand on my ar-15 and i said i said so what what you got he said, don't shoot me, Mr. Robertson. He said, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to shoot you. I said, but I just wonder what you're doing here. He said, I've been waiting for you to drive by. I he said, almost well, knew your hand was on the weapon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was being edgy because I didn't know what he wanted. I said, where are you from? He said, Seattle, Washington. Wow. I said, Seattle, Washington. I said, there's a lot of mischief going on up in there. He said, oh, yes, sir. He said, he said, it's just a relief to get out of there. So mm. he got his sister on the phone and, you know, how they do it with them cell phones. They you know, you know how they do it with those yeah. cell phones. <laughs> he said, you care if I run this on? I don't care what you do with it. I know, we, uh, I know we're out of time, but I wanted to finish with something Rhett mentioned because it's, it's not cliche. Uh, you know, Hebrews 12 says, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And the reason we can know, we can rest, and we know it's going to be okay is because Jesus has paved the way for it. You mm -hmm. bet you. So we need more information, allguyschildren.org. So give you all That's the right. stuff you need September 30th. September 30th. Yes. Is there a time? You know I don't time? know exact time. Go to the website be, you get the yeah. time. Rhett, you're always welcome to come back. Thanks, man. And sing. And Jeff, Great of course, job, man. it's good Rhett, to have you, you back. Blew it. Hey, I'm, listen, we're, I'm going to bring you all my podcast. Yeah, what's your podcast? Front Porch Gospel. There you go. But it's just going like to be, we're just going to do the same thing. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Like, y'all are still going to ask me questions. Yeah. Because I run out of questions real quick on that show. Thanks right. for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.